Welcome to Run Before You Walk. I'm Stephen. I'm Matt. And today we want to take a discussion we had in our most recent episode and actually apply it to three concrete scenarios. So um, we're just going to get into it, and I think you'll see what uh, what we're doing. So last episode, we, we asked talked, a question. We did. What are what is it we're doing here? <laughs> right. And we came up with roughly three strategic goals yeah. that churches might be aiming at when they're doing online ministry. Yeah, one, one combination or all of them. Yeah. yeah. And so what we're going to do, we're going to take the first goal. The first goal was that your church might only be trying to be an effective front door to your in-person worship. Yeah, we said we said it last time, but, but it bears repeating to say, it feels like it's true that no one will ever come visit your church again without having first looked at your Facebook, your YouTube, your Instagram to see what, what a worship service is like. Yeah, that's, that's something all of us need to wrestle with. Yeah. And so, so maybe your church says we're aware of that and all we can accomplish is to do that well so that when people want to know what it's like to be in our physical community, uh, they can get some sense of that on the internet. And what's, what's killer about that one is that you can kind of put a thing up there mm-hmm. And just when you have a really great worship service, yeah. put that one up. You sure could. You don't really have to keep it updated every week. And Well, that, that actually depends on which of the three service types. Yeah, that's true. So, that's so true. let's go through that's the true. list. We've got a list. So if your church is just doing, just, it's really cool just, in some ways. Yeah, yeah. If your church is doing Zoom worship, yeah. how uh, after our churches have started meeting in person again, how does Zoom worship help you accomplish this first goal? I got to be honest, Stephen. I literally can't envision it. If your goal is to be an effective front door yeah. to the in-person worship, I, there's, there's no way for Zoom to do that. I just can't, I can't see it. Yeah. I can't yeah. see it. it. It maybe accomplishes other things really well, and we'll get to that in a minute, but it doesn't do this. Yeah. Now, if you do what Trinity does, Trinity does pre-recorded worship with one camera, one $700 camera. Yeah. And uh, and then they upload it. Although now, I'm a shopper, so I got it for three. Ha ha. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so how does that format support the goal of just being an effective front door? I think I think it's the the easiest way to put a uh, a face with makeup forward mm-hmm. because. But when I record my sermon, I, you might not get my first one. Mm-hmm. It's not going to have the ums and the stumbles. It's going to be really the best version of me. Mm-hmm. Same thing for the music person. Like the music person plays the song. There's no missed notes. It's mm-hmm. all perfect um, or as perfect as can be. And so a person looking gets a good sense of the music, mm-hmm. has a good sense of the pastor mm-hmm. at its best. Yeah. So that's kind of awesome. Yeah. That's kind of so awesome. Too. And you've got the ability to tailor that a little bit. To persons who've never visited. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then the third format we'd like to discuss is some churches have been able to install one of those three camera setups, and they're literally live streaming their worship. Now, if your goal is only to be an effective uh, front door, how well does this setup work? I'm not excited about it, and and let me tell you why. Oh, that's interesting. I would have thought you would have said yay. Well, I think that's my first inclination. Okay. Because my first inclination is, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a way clearer representation. Uh-huh. The mirror is very clear. Yeah. Everyone sees all the flaws. But I have a rule on online worship. I don't want to see the liturgist's rear end. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to see some lit- liturgist's rear end yeah. on, the, on the video if you're just filming the worship and putting it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. 
All right, so let's go on to our second goal. Our second goal was maybe you're uh, more ambitious than that, and you want your online ministry strategy yeah. to support people who frankly wish they could be there with you in person, but for one of a variety of reasons can't. Maybe they're a soccer mom and there's just soccer games scheduled. Uh, or maybe they moved. Or maybe they moved. Maybe they, they love your church. Uh-huh. Or maybe maybe they're still a little concerned about COVID or some other yeah. illness, and, and they've chosen to stay home for Yeah, maybe, for maybe in the future we're looking at people instead of coming to church and coughing all over each other, they yeah. just go to the website, yeah. go to the online worship. Yeah, and so in the second strategy, you're at least prepared for that. Yeah. So if you're doing Zoom worship... Because we're, we're, see we're seeking this intermittent discipleship for people who can't be there, right? Like, right. Yeah, right. looking to achieve some discipleship goals. Uh, but it's definitely secondary to the in-person worship yes. in, the, yes. in this strategy. Yes, definitely. Okay, so if you're doing Zoom worship, how does that work in this case? I, again, I just can't figure out how you would just not have a Bible study on Tuesday or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, what's, what is it about Zoom worship that does it? Yeah. I think Zoom worship is still really disconnected from your in-person. If, if you're doing both, they're yeah. going to be very, very different. I, I agree. And in this case, I think it would be smarter to do a Bible study. Um, because there are some persons who are not time-constrained. Yeah. But a lot of people are like the the issue with the did I say a soccer mom or yeah. soccer dad? Yeah, soccer dad. Let's let's should, keep it let's keep it inclusive. Should be uh, like they can't meet at a certain time, and you're always going to run into that problem with Zoom worship. So if your goal is to support these folks, Zoom worship is yeah, probably not that's the right strategy. Do it. But now, if we do what Trinity does with the one camera thing and the edited worship, how yeah. well does that work? I think I think it gives a taste. It's not the full thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, our whole worship service is going to end up being about 20, 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. But they're going to get a taste. They're going to get stuff that, something. Yeah. And they're going to see people they know, and, and they're going to feel the comfort. Uh, sometimes you want to go where everyone knows your name, right? Right, right. Something like that. And I, and I think for some of those folks uh, in this group that wanted to be there physically, that may even be better. Imagine these soccer moms. Well, the truth is they're not... Um, yeah. going to be able to watch until, I don't know, while they're driving to school on Tuesday. Now, yeah. a 20-minute worship service, hopefully yeah. they're not watching the camera while they're driving, <laughs> but, but they're listening like it's a podcast. Yeah. That's great. Or they get home Tuesday night with the kids, and they say, hey, we missed church this week. Let's sit down for 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, or even think about this. Like, the kids are in bed, and they're mm -hmm. alone, and it's quiet. Maybe they have a heavy heart. Mm -hmm. They can feel their soul a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they go, I feel like I missed church this week. Yeah. And they just pop it on. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Okay. So, and then the third system with the, the three camera literally live streaming, how well does that support? I think it's fantastic. Okay. I think it's fantastic. These are people, you're trying to reach people who you've already reached. Mm -hmm. They, when they see the liturgist, they go, oh, that's my, that's my friend. Yeah. They don't, they don't think like, oh, I didn't want to see that. You know, yeah. they just think uh, whatever. They're just thinking really nice things. That's my pastor. I love my pastor. Yeah. Oh, they're taking the offering. I love those people that are ushering. Yeah. You know, and if there's thinking. weird lulls, they'll probably just fast forward through it. Yeah. If they even, if they even need to. Yeah. They already love you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. And then the third strategy, the third strategic goal yeah. was what if with our church, we want to figure out how to actually have almost an extra worship service in the same way yeah. as if you started an 8 a.m. service before your 10 a.m. service. You're doing that just on the Internet. And, and Stephen, think back to seminary. I don't know if you remember the, the class that we had on church planting or that had church planting as a part of it. Uh, probably not. Probably not. There you go. <laughs> uh, they talked about how adding a, a, a second or a third or a 50th worship service mm -hmm. is just like planting a new congregation. 
Oh, okay. It's not, it's not drastically different. You still need a launch team. You still need a leadership team. You still need to recognize that service A and service B probably won't know each other that well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This isn't different. Yeah. Having an online community and starting an online community, uh -huh. it's like planning a church. It just happens to not have an address, except for the digital address of www. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like that. Okay. Okay, uh, so... We gotta think through the strategies. You gotta think through the strategies. Okay, so now if that's your goal, Zoom worship, how well does that work? Um, I think Zoom worship is pretty fantastic there. I do too. I think it might be the, the strongest one of all of them, and it's not something I'm gonna be doing, yeah. but I think it's maybe the strongest one. Yeah, I think so too. It, it yeah. could be a little intimidating yep. for folks who, who've never been there before, but there's, there's ways around that. Uh, yeah, and then you have that, uh, yeah, and th there's a possibility that you... Uh, are able to bridge the gap between that Zoom worship mm -hmm. and that forward-facing version of any of the other modes. Like you also do pre-recorded, you also do three camera setup, mm -hmm. but then you have Zoom for the digital audience. They've already seen the pastor, they've already seen who's in this congregation, sort of, mm -hmm. and now you have this digital community that's focused on Zoom. That's powerful. Yeah, totally, totally could work. Uh, okay, so, if, and then moving, moving along, if you're doing the one camera pre-recorded thing, how well does that meet the goal of actually starting an online campus? I think, I think again, you have to have great leaders who can curate and, and, and host. Just like you'd have people at the front doors of your church to say hello and greet visitors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think you got to have each week people who are committed to being in the chat. Mm -hmm. Or else this is not helpful at all here. Mm -hmm. You're not going to build a community. Yeah. But I think the pre-recorded thing works for this goal. It works, it's, it's, just, not as, it's just not as solid as the Zoom. Uh, right, oh yeah. right, because inherently in Zoom, everyone is Everyone naturally... has to engage. I see what you mean, okay. Either that or turn the camera off and that's a different kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then the three camera um, live stream, how well does that support an online community? I think it just makes second class parishioners. Okay. Honestly, I think it's a, like, the real thing is here. Mm -hmm. The fake community is in the digital world. Yeah. I really wish you could be here in person is going to be a constant refrain. Yeah. I wish you could feel the Holy Spirit here. Yeah. Um, and not recognizing that God is present in all times and all places. And, right. right. And, it's strange and that, that we maybe say that. at 1130 on Tuesday on this person's couch, God is really speaking and maybe they're even weeping. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to stop there and just say, I don't think it's impossible, but I think it's incredibly hard. Yeah. It might not be the best strategy. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, and I would encourage you, if your church yeah. is taking that approach, then great, good for you. Um, but remember that you need to preach primarily to that online yeah. audience. Yeah. Uh, typically, what I think most of us are inclined to do is just to preach to the community of people that are sitting in front of us and make some acknowledgement. And for those of you at home, we welcome you too. Um, but I think we really wanna, you wanna do almost the opposite. Expect the people who are physically here and love your church and support the ministry of your church to understand why you need to preach primarily yeah. to the online and, and that we're not gonna minimize that because it's, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, uh, that's exactly. That's hard. That's well said. Um, okay, so those are the three strategic goals yep. and like some practical concrete application there. 
Um, we hope that's helpful to you. If you uh, if you want to talk about that or anything like that, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we're not hard to find. Our, our emails are in the show notes, so, so reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and if uh, either way, we'll see you next time. Goodbye.